Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Praise God. Welcome to another edition of Bible Platform. The days are evil, but our God is still on the throne. The same Jesus, the Lamb of God who died on the cross of Calvary, rose on the third day, ascended to heaven, seated at the right hand of glory. The same Jesus who has kept us will continue to keep us. We all have to yield to the bidding of his holy word. And whatever happens, everything will fall in line with the scripture that says all things work together for those who love the Lord. And as long as you and I walk in that love, no shaking, God will take care of us. And God will provide our every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God bless you, dear brother, dear sister, for tuning in to today's edition of Bible Platform, where I'm going to continue my series on seeking God. Seeking God. So, can I humbly ask that we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you and we glorify your name for this wonderful opportunity to share your word and to hear your word. Let me decrease while you increase Holy Spirit. Bless all my hearers, and as a family, build us up as a strong temple in which you draw by your spirit. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Beloved, these are very exciting times. The challenges are hydra-headed, but we still serve a God who is able. It is very important for each of us to seek God. Very important. Individually. You cannot base your work with God on somebody or something outside the knowledge of God. I mean, you need to have an experiential knowledge of God. You need to have deep knowledge of God as he has revealed himself in his word. Having said that, the difference the God we worship makes, I want you to listen to me carefully. The difference that the God we worship makes is that he desires to have growing fellowship with us. God desires to have growing fellowship and relationship with us. We don't serve a God who is so fearful, who has put down a set of rules and regulations that if we violate them, is ready to cast us out that very second. No. God loves to relate to us. And that's why he sent his holy begotten son. He took the initiative. He sent his only begotten son to die. Jesus died for the world. But if the world doesn't receive him, the world will die in his sin. That should not be your portion. It is our responsibility, therefore, to seek this God. And in doing so, we have to do it diligently. We have to do it diligently. We cannot survive this deception, the pressure that the enemy is mounting from all angles. If we do not seek God for ourselves, individually. Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. How do you know something you are not seeking? When we go to school, we go to school because we seek knowledge or secular education. And so far, we have come to that place 
Where for many of us, God is just an abstract. But beloved, all that need to change. If we are to survive, I must repeat, if we are to survive the deception of the age. Alright? So Psalm 105 verse number 4. Psalm 105 verse number 4. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Let me read again. Psalm chapter number 105, the verse number 4. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. As a child of God and a believer in Jesus Christ, the Savior of lost humanity, your priority in life should be to continually seek God. Do not be satisfied with yesterday's manner. Some of us will say, well, uh, last month or last week, or I did some intensive praying, maybe I, I fasted in the past. You can live on the past manner. It was not for nothing that the Lord told Israel not to gather the manna and keep them for the following day. And that manna, spiritually speaking, speaks to us of the bread of life, the word. You cannot live on yesterday's manna. What you did yesterday in terms of prayer or reading the Bible, it's not what is supposed to carry you through today because each day has its own challenges. You get what I'm saying? So, let's seek God consistently, continually, consciously, and conscientiously. Proverbs 8, 17. Proverbs 8, 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Let me take it again. Proverbs 8, verse number 17. Wisdom is speaking. And the last time I checked the New Testament, Paul wrote that, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. So, invariably, this is the voice of Jesus. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. So, now the question we're going to look at is, how do I seek God? Because God wants me. It is now settled. Searching the scriptures. We have established the fact that it is the desire of God that we seek him. So, then, what is the way forward? How do I seek God? And in my previous discussion, I spoke extensively and quoted extensively from the scriptures that the, the starting point to seek God diligently is with all our heart. With all our heart. We can't do it haphazardly. We can't do it without real commitment. We can't do it with our head minus our heart, which is where many people have. In fact, if you hear an unbeliever trying to bash our faith, literally, and trying to put a spin on his own interpretation, and some of them can quote the Bible like parrots, like parrots. But you see, the interpretation will always elude them. Because when you don't have the spirit, you can't have the mind of God. And when you don't have the mind of God, all the interpretation you give to all the scriptures, they may sound very logical, but this is not about logic. This is about spirit. And this is what we need to hit on. And the reason we have to seek God in a way that we will find him. And the starting point, the beginning line, is with all our hearts. I've already spoken on that, so I'm not going to dilate on that much today. Let's move to the next point. 
and that is through prayerful study of his holy book the holy bible if you are a true christian your authority when it comes to matters relating to god has only one source and that source is the holy bible if you are a true christian every authority every every authority that you seek to exert must come from the holy bible that saith the lord you see no other book religious or secular comes near the holy bible no way jose and no other book secular or religious can reveal god and his christ any better than the holy bible so you see bottom line god is his own interpreter so per references when it comes to revelation of god the master voice is the holy bible you get that point so now let's look at the uniqueness of the holy bible because when you are established in your heart and in your spirit that this is god's book god's word it gives you the desire to look into it to search into it to meditate on it in a way that will help you to know god the way he desires to be known hallelujah first i want to say that your seeking for god must begin with reading and studying the holy bible you must read and study the bible reading and studying meditating on the word are not the same you can read through the bible as if you are reading a newspaper or a storybook and it, it will not profit you the way he should because it's not a storybook it has stories but all the stories point to one person and his relationship with his creation it points to god you are listening to the bible platform with reverend hansen metal don't go away we will be right back Tune in to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hansen Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. The entire summary of the word of God being God that I love so much is in John chapter number 1, the verse 1 to 4. John chapter number 1, the verse 1 to 4. It reads, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now look at it. Look at the dynamics. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Praise God. I love this. He was in the beginning. That is the word. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. You see Jesus here. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. So you see, God has given us the Holy Bible. For what reason? So that it will lead us to the truth of who he is and what he requires of us. This word that became flesh, walked this earth, took upon himself our sins. 
died on the cross of Calvary, rose on the third day, ascended to heaven. His nature, in all his fullness, and his heartbeat, who he is, his characteristics, attributes, everything about him has his total revelation in the holy book called the Holy Bible. You can't ignore the Holy Bible and know God. It's impossible. Let me repeat. To know the one through God, there is no way you can ignore the Holy Bible. Listen to this one. Those who are anti-Christ or anti-Christian, you see, many times, some of them concentrating on studying the Holy Bible, not with the intent of knowing God, but master how they can use it against the Christian faith. So if even they agree per their attitude towards the Bible, that the Bible is worth fighting and destroying, then it's a subtle admission that this book, <laughs> this book is not ordinary. Otherwise, who would go chasing a madman around town and trying to burn him up? And I mean, why? But men throw stones at fruit-bearing trees. And that is what the Holy Bible is. So I want to stress to you, my dear cherished listener, that this holy book has been given to us to lead us to the truth, who is Christ. Psalm 119, 105, Psalm chapter number 119, the verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word. So without the word, your feet will be caught in any trap because you walk in darkness. And the feet speaks to us about our walk in life. But if you want to walk in the light who is Christ and who is God, then I challenge you and humbly appeal to you to please pay attention to the Holy Bible. Read it for yourself and ask the Holy Spirit who inspired it to give you understanding into his truth. And he will do it for you. So he says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now in the same chapter, that is Psalm 119, the verse 169. And I recommend to you to read the whole of the, the Psalm 119. It speaks a lot about the word. How the word brings revival. How the words bring wisdom. How the word, It has a lot of revelation about the word. And once your mindset or your spirit accepts this truth. That this book, the Holy Bible, is the word of God. And when you approach it, your spirit is ready to receive. And per that you come to a place of increasing in the knowledge of God. Psalm 119, verse 169. 169. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Great spoil. You see, the spoil of war is when beating the enemy and he's run away, he's left all his treasures. He said, when I look at the word of God, I rejoice at it as if somebody who has found treasures. I mean, I come on to, to looting treasures that have been left behind by my enemy. So, the word of God should carry that weight. And then, as you approach it, and prayerfully, ask the Holy Spirit to open your understanding. You begin a process of coming to knowing God the way he desires us to know him. I want to read one or two of what the prophets said. When we look at the prophets of Israel, they knew a lot about God through his word that came to them. So you read Isaiah, he speaks about, and the word of the Lord came to me. And so 
We don't need to sit down waiting for the word of God. The word of God that came to them, they have written it down. And the Bible says they have been written down for our learning, our instruction. Jeremiah 1.4. Jeremiah 1.4. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying. So when you take the book of Jeremiah, you are reading the word of the Lord. Because what came to him is what he has put down for us. Isaiah says this. The book of Isaiah chapter 55. The verse number 11. Isaiah 55.11. God reveals his word to Isaiah. We see God revealing his word to Isaiah. And Isaiah writing, Isaiah 55, 11, this is Isaiah 55, chapter number 55, the verse number 11. So shall my word be, God speaking to Isaiah, so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So that's the word of God. And this is the scripture. God saying, this is the way my word will operate. When I send it, it cannot be nullified. It cannot be neutralized. It will go and accomplish my purpose. The purpose for which I sent it. And God said it to Isaiah. Isaiah wrote it down. So when you read the word of God, you are reading the mind of God. And by knowing the mind of God, for instance, here he says, this is the way my word performs. So, when I have this knowledge, I have come a step further to knowing how, when God sends his word, how it performs. And on that basis, I can stand and pray, knowing that the word that God has sent concerning my condition or situation, the word of deliverance, the word of healing, whatever I, I am designed from God, knowing what God has revealed in his holy word becomes my trump card. The foundation on which I stand to, to pray and to ask God, present my request to God. Amen? So, having said that, I want to say the Holy Bible was written by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. All that I'm saying is just to galvanize your faith and bring you to a place where you see the dynamic nature of the Holy Bible. And this point I'm making right now is that the Holy Bible was written by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Listen to what the scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scripture, Genesis to Revelation, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Is given by inspiration of God. We are not told that God himself wrote it. Verbatim, the Bible says human beings were inspired by the Holy Spirit to write the scriptures. So, Paul writing to Timothy, here says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And then he continues to give reasons why the scriptures are given. And he says, and it's profitable for doctrine. So, you can't just believe anything that anybody says and that's why it's important that the scriptures are giving and it's profitable for doctrine the kind of teaching you hear and the kind of doctrine that you ascribe to must be exactly what the inspiration of the scriptures is leading to or alluding to because doctrine and dogma are not bedfellows cannot be bedfellows the fact that somebody reads something and then he put a spin on it and gives an interpretation. And he said, but it's in the Bible. Does not mean that he's speaking the mind of God. Only the Holy Spirit. 
who inspired the writing of the scriptures can give us the correct interpretation. You get me? So let's go back to what I was reading in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, number one, for reproof. The scriptures also reproves. Saints, we shouldn't shy away from reading scriptures that admonishes us to live to please God. Scriptures that admonishes us to pursue righteousness. We are very good on scriptures that speaks about what God will do, but very deficient on what God requires us to do. But you see, the totality of the scriptures will have to be lived by a believer in Jesus Christ. And that is what brings you into deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit, who Christ has sent, who is in charge of this dispensation to reveal God to us in an ever-increasing measure. So it says that the scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, number one, for reproof and preachers, please, Reprove God's people. When they are wrong, tell them they are wrong. It doesn't matter how much money they give to the church. Rebuke them. If you must rebuke them. While you guard your own spirit. Rebuke and reproof is not killing. It's saying to God's people, guys, that is not the way to go. Come back on track. If you sin, repent. Don't just regret. Repent. Make an absolute about ten, And move in the different direction. That's the basis for giving us the scriptures. It says for reproof and for correction. And for correction. For instruction in righteousness. For instruction in righteousness. The Holy Bible is not given to us every day to preach about what God will do. Inspiration. About getting money. Increasing in, in wealth. And, and no commitment to God. No. It says that it is given for instruction in righteousness. Right thinking, right action, right behavior. So that the man of God may be equipped for every good work. Beloved, you cannot seek and know God outside of the Holy Bible. You may find some God that may not be the one through God who created you. If you are passionate about God and you want to know God, begin by opening the pages of the Holy Bible today and every day. Understand? Don't rush through it. Nobody should pressure you when you are spending time with your father studying the Holy Bible. So you need to apportion a time that will be so convenient that you can be alone and prayerfully ask the Holy Spirit to open your understanding to the word of God. Sometimes you might even need a true spirit-filled believer so together you discuss what the Holy Spirit is unveiling to you. If your pastor will have the time to listen, it will be a great idea to talk to your pastor. Remember this. The carnal mind cannot accept the things of the spirit. The carnal mind. So don't rely on the carnal mind. Romans 8, 7. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's word. Beloved, any time you read the scriptures, ask God to open your understanding. I end on this note. Luke 24, 25. Then he opened their understanding. That Jesus opened their understanding. That they might understand the scriptures. 
So it doesn't matter your knowledge, academics or what whatever they call you. It doesn't matter, cry. It doesn't matter. What matters is is your understanding opened, and who opened it? If it's not the Holy Spirit, your shot is over the bar. Then he opened the understanding that they might understand the scriptures. No one can give you a better understanding of the Holy Bible than the one who inspired his writing. 2 Timothy 2.15 Steady to show yourselves approved unto God. Then you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. I'm your friend Pastor Anson Metal. God willing I come your way again next week with another edition of Bible Platform. The Lord bless you and give you peace and joy. And as you read the Bible, may he reveal himself to you in ever increasing measure. I love you much. Have a wonderful day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your